so you know it don't stop, so you know it don't quit. Better get your money, cause these hoes ain't shit. Gotta run me out the mall, yeah, you know how I get. Fuck around, spin your lease on the whole outfit. Might see me out, cause you know I like to party. Self made nigga, after receiving call from Crying Son, mm-hmm. West Palm Beach, Florida, a West oh, Palm yeah. Beach, a West Palm Beach man has been arrested after he was accused of bringing a loaded AK-47 to a middle school after receiving a call from his crying son. According to WPBF, 28-year-old Christopher Freeman told school police he had received a FaceTime phone call That's from right. his son during school. Freeman said the boy, who was in tears, told him a teacher had slammed him. While speaking to his son, Freeman said the boy was grabbed by an adult and he saw his son's phone fly from his hands. Okay, I understand. Listen, you slam you <laughs> my son, you slam my son, and you're going to be lucky if the K the only thing I show up with. I'm surprised he ain't coming with the grenades. With the, pool, with the pin pull. Uh huh. Just driving by, lobbing them in. Where's Miss Johnson? Imagine <laughs> you in math class, and a deranged man just kicks down the door to the classroom with the tool on it. And nobody gonna be slamming my son around this motherfucker but me. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's I don't right. even know how I would act if Mr. Lawrence slammed my son. I, I have no idea. He slammed slam, Sebastian. Mr. Lawrence. What if Mr. Lawrence whoop your ass? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you got to go in there with the cake. Mr. Lawrence slammed you and your son. He slammed Mr. the whole family. Mr. Lawrence got the 38 tucked in his pencil case. Oh, oh, just wait. in case. A weight family slamming. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to call your son over. Hey, hey son, go ahead and get your hits get your in here. Get now you got to whoop your son for getting you slammed after mm-hmm. getting himself slammed. Going in there with the scope. I'm going to that motherfucking thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mr. Johnson gonna break that goddamn pencil sharpener over your head. <laughs> and that, and now you know all the kids yelling out "World Star." You're gonna be the talk of the internet for about a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Not me. Because your son wanted to get himself slammed by the teacher. Mm-hmm. Did you imagine Chef Big Ass getting beat up by? by no, I can't imagine Chef Big Ass getting beat up. The fuck wrong with well, you? you can't <laughs> talk the fuck about wrong it. with you? All he got to do is sidestep you a few times. You got the agility of a palm tree. Adam, you think you're more agile than me? I know for a fact. Adam, you're not more agile than me. I'm willing to bet Adam is more agile. Set the cones up. I'm I'm willing to bet. Adam can't do a cone drill. Set the cones up. I've witnessed Steve's agility personally. Telling you, he's happy feet out here, G. I'm the most agile member. Maybe maybe in a straight line, bro. Dog, I go diagonally. No, no. I go up, down, you left, know. right, any way you call it. Adam can't beat me in anything. Bring the cones. Bring the cones out. We could bring the we could bring the we cones. Can we could this. run the forty. What'd you say? We could run the forty. I didn't say I was. I don't have straight lines. We could, we could jump rope. I would love to. I would love we've, to we've watch talk- y'all participate in a field day. I've I got about one physical attribute, and you want to bring up everything but the physical attribute I discussed. Which one I is am that? confident that neither one of you niggas can sprint an entire 40 full speed. I can. I don't need to do that in my everyday life. That ain't got nothing to do with what I said. It's got everything to do with what I said. Adam, Adam, what do you want to do? I want to do the cones, the shuttle. We can do we the can, shuttle. We can do the tires. We can do the... 
you know, when you're moving through the tires, footsies. Uh, hold on. Hold on, yeah, Steve. I don't know if you're ready for yeah, the tires. Yeah. Your, your legs ain't good. You, right. you don't know how to move the, the torso with that. The karaoke's? You ain't, you ain't, you ain't doing that. We can we could run we could run some slant routes. Come on. Yeah, you know saying we can do it all. Come on, back. been doing cross for three months, and now he think he American ninja. Back in back in my. Chef <laughs> <laughs> put some tech fleece on to think he he Barry Sanders or something. Nigga got some, nigga got some athletic wear, and now he think he a fucking. Also, hey, hey chef, I'm letting you know. It, it's no medical staff, so when your knees pop like confetti, my knee my knees are stronger in 2019. 2019 is a good year. I've been squatting. I've been jumping, leaping, lifting. I haven't heard you say you've been cutting one time. I have been cutting. I've been jogging too. I've been running too. Explode out the cut. I've been running. Adam, you don't want none of this. I'm like, and I swim better than you. You don't. You don't. I'm like an angelfish. Yeah, I'm. I'm like a shark. Yeah, I gotta swim you. You can't. I'll swim you. You can't even hold your breath as long as I can. Yeah, that what? wine got you talking crazy. I'm real nimble we, in the water, though. I'm like a. We've been. I'm real buoyant been, in the water. Why did you know what an angelfish was? Being no, buoyant does not equate to being fast. Yeah. That just well, that, you ain't that means you can float. I can float. I can swim. I can back. I can't. Nah, I can't. I'm lying. I can't swim. You just saying anything? Okay. So I now, can. I, I can. Listen. 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 Hold up. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, you might wait, be right wait, in the water because I can I can doggy paddle. Well, you can't do this. Yeah, I can float. I I can float on my stomach. I, I can't float on my back. Is that the macarena? Like an Egyptian? I I don't want to bring race into this. Chef, stop! Stop! Steve, are you model? Steve is like a, a background dancer in the Millennium Tour. Chef, I'm trying to figure out how you're going to be ashy while we in the pool. That's sick. I've been putting on lotion every day in 2019. I've been putting, putting on lotion and squatting in 2019. Put, putting on lotion, my Ellen Co. facial mask and serums. Chef been squatting and taking care of his skin. I'm a bad he is bitch. Instagram honey. Oh, I'm getting ready for the summer. I'm trying to get to be back shirtless. by Tristan Thompson. <laughs> and I'm vegan now. Oh yeah. How long have you been vegan? Talk uh, about you. Yeah, tell him about it. Two days. Thirty-six hours. Yeah, two days. Chef ate one salad without the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> now he regular old llama. Nigga, Let nigga me. didn't. <laughs> nigga didn't have bacon this morning, and now you vegan. Uh, he, and he only ain't had bacon because he ain't have time. He was running late for work. Y'all don't know my plight. I'm vegan. Y'all don't know my plight. I'm fucking vegan now. I've been trying it out for two vegan days. Vegan a plight. Nigga, that's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been trying this veganism out for two days. Veganism. Right now, I feel kind of he learned, bloated. You're learning all the vegan words. I, yeah. Did I tell you I was a vegan? Oh ah, God. there we go. That's vegan. That's Listen, vegan etiquette 101. All he been doing is telling us about he a vegan and do CrossFit. I'm, I, I'm right two for stereotype. two. That's what vegans do. You really turn into a white woman. Yeah. Wait till I get the cheeks. Wow, you must be going after the NBA player. I've been squatting too. They're going to be like, damn, chef, chef, chef got the wagon. <laughs> Who's going to say that? You going after Kemba? You. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. 
I'm not gonna say that. That's not gonna be me. <laughs> hey man, how's your week? Adam Kodak, Kodak, no, hey, Kodak Adam gonna be like, hey, no homo, but you gotta, <laughs> you gotta have white Tony. That's what Chef's talking about. When he, going, when he going to beat up Mr. Franklin, when he pulling up with that thing. Nah. <laughs> he ain't talking about that, too. Mr. Franklin going to be chew. <laughs> Look at yourself. Look at yourself. The vein's about to pop out of your bald head. <laughs> it's a nasty conversation y'all have. I'm sorry. Pause it. No, you're not. Pause it. I, I, hope, I hope you get chose by one of them one of them ballers. We want to see you as a baller if it comes. I'm just trying to live longer. Nigga, Chef said he want to be thick. Mm-hmm. Chef want a Coke bottle body. He <laughs> hate to see it. With a fat ass skull on top. How was your week, stupid? Wait, introduce the show. Why am I? All right, welcome well, you to the here, show. You here already. You might as well introduce it. You fucking right. Welcome to Chef Daniel Adam. Uh, episode, go ahead, Steve. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, unprepared ass. <laughs> He tried to show, throw the blame on you. It's episode ninety, episode bitch. Nine, oh, bitch, biggity, big biggity, fire. bitch. Wonderful to hear. Hey, who likes to? Uh, who? What, 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 what was number that? was that, Adam? That you threw up with your hands? Ninety. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga looked like he in a fucking probate. That's what like I'm, about to, like I'm about to start barking and clearing out the can dance floor. You take a picture so that the, the listeners could at least be able to see what the hell's happening right here. I, I, I can't pictures. do that while both my hands in the air. Okay, hey, take, take a picture, picture of me. Of this, so the listeners can see what the hell he doing. Hey. You can't see. Uh, this is what Adam was doing. Uh, zero, boy. Oh, let me see how. how. <laughs> you don't know how to work your phone, computer. Hey! Oh, no, that's bad. That's not it, because I'm looking crazy. Anyway, how's y'all week? Yeah, we're not doing this right now. How's y'all week? We're not going to keep playing this fucking game with the tech. How the week is good? Break it off. Our car is finally fixed, fixed. Okay, so you're a wheel man again. I'm back on the road, boy. Leo, Catch me in traffic. Anybody ever told you you look like Crazy Eyes from uh, Orange is the New Black? Um, Somebody did. I believe his name was you. Mm. I can see the resemblance. It's, it's uncanny, actually. I mean, listen, the game's a game. I hear you. I hear you. Crazy yeah, eyes got to the bag. Hopefully, I can get to the bag, too. It's crazy. Okay. Hope you ain't taking the chef route and trying to lay up with a baller. How was your week, Trey? Oh, wow. Um, my week was, was fantastic, bro. It has been extremely busy, uh, but I have been extremely blessed. I have been, um, over the past couple of years, I've been trying to put myself in a position to do something um to basically go after something that I'm really passionate about. Um, and it is starting to come to fruition. So it has been an amazing week for Trey. Turn up! 2019 Turn is up. fire. I'm just letting niggas know. It's wonderful to hear, Gene. Awesome. Big fire. It's great to hear. 2019 is off to a good start, relatively speaking. It's, look, it's shaping up to be a good one. I'll put it that way. It's been, it's been some things to start that was a little shaky, but it's uh, I can see the potential. I'm seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. It looked like we in for a good run. What's scary about 2019 is nothing has, like, niggas haven't really done anything yet. Niggas been chug. Niggas haven't taken off yet. Bro, we been off season, Trey. We been off for two weeks. The only, only thing I got to say is I paid off my car note, and that's it. That's all I got. 
I, don't, I became right, a vegan. So he's, he's now looking to impregnate a young woman? Uh, no. Nah. Kyle chef? You did say that. You said that. Yeah. You said that. Uh, like 2020, though. 2020. I got to stack up first. Okay. Heard you. I got, a, Heard I got you. a couple of shoes to buy, a couple of trips. That's yeah, not what stacking it, up is, chef. In, in my story. That's, that's literally the opposite of staying. Oh, yeah, I got to save some money. I'm about to go on vacation. That's burning bread. That's what well, that I got. Is. I got a you wedding. Must be going on vacation I, to Shreveport. I got a wedding in May. Shout out to Essence. Shout out, shout out to Essence and Danny. We got. A, I got a wedding in May, and got a whole bunch of more trips. Listen, 2019 is gonna be like 2017. I'm letting niggas know. Or better. 2017 uh, was 2017. incredible. 2017 was one of the best years ever of my oh, you life. Was, you was mixy. I'm mixy every year, baby. 2017, I was mixy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you still mixy. Yeah, you tried it, ho. We all mixy, but it's okay, right, Trent? Well, now we are all mixy. No, no, no. no. How is how is your how was your week, mixy? I said it already. Oh, we watched the boxing fight in the movie theater, and that was lit. That's all I got. My car note is paid, debt free out here. I'm happy as hell. I'm a vegan now, so I'm white. And life is good. I'm a vegan and I do CrossFit, so day two as a white woman has been pretty Please good. Please stop <laughs> that shit, bro. What? That you're a vegan and you do CrossFit. I have he to fit the narrative. He's a chef and he doesn't cook. So. I have to fit the narrative. The, <laughs> the white agenda. He's appropriating. He's appropriating. <laughs> so I can't appropriate this. <laughs> Why can't he appropriate their culture? Leo, how was your week? My week was cool, man. I got an air fryer. That shit was fire. Um, I could fry air now. Um, I saw that uh, boxing match, like Steve said. I saw it with Steve in the movie theater. Uh, fights, pay per view fights, in my opinion, pay per view, pay per view boxing matches should be seen in the movie theater. This is the best, the best deal you're gonna get in 2019. It's twenty dollars, and you're at the movie theater. You know. I promise you a better deal is me streaming it on my TV. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I'm I a bigger fan than that. I didn't want to stream it. It was an important fight to me. I, I kind of wanted to make an event of it, so I decided to go to the, the movies. You did it for the experience. Yeah, I, I, I kind of wanted to... That shit was kind of fun, though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, there was only one moment that wasn't... There was, there was this dude behind me that kept screaming, man, down. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, he thought the dude was gonna get knocked out. And he kept on like, man, down, man, that's a Leo... Man, Leo, yeah, that's exactly what he said, Adam. He kept on saying it like that. And Leo that's looked back funny. and that was would, like... That would make experience for me. Nah, Leo was pissed. Leo, I am saying that's Leo. The dude, we, like, he's sitting behind us in the movie theater. So he came up like, oh, man down, man down. Leo looks back, ain't nobody down, nigga. And everybody just got quiet. <laughs> the whole movie theater got quiet. Just like, damn. And hey, that was a nigga with some value in the vicinity. But then ain't, ain't nobody nobody got knocked out, even though Mikey was real close. But um for those that don't know, Mikey Garcia fought uh, Errol Spence this past weekend. Errol Spence is now, well, should now be considered pound for pound the best fighter on the planet. Um he won that fight, convincing decision victory. Uh however, yeah, like I said, that, that fight was that shit was love. That shit was it was good times. It was all it was all, all love. So I, I do have a question for y'all, right? Cause uh, my sister, my nephew turned twenty one. Okay, big nephew. Not the one that be skipping school. He thirteen. 
You can't just get in school at 21. Nah, he's in college. <laughs> nah, I have two nephews. My nephew Jay. Jay, listen to the show. Shout out to Jay. Shout out to Jay. So my he wants a bottle of Duce for his. He wanted a bottle of Duce for his birthday. So my sister calls me and asks me how to pronounce Duce. <laughs> what? Dusty. what did she? What did she? You pronounce? know what she said? The Ussy. The Ussy. She said. <laughs> She said, how much, she said, how much does a, she said, Stevie, how much does a bottle of the Ussy cost? And I was like, the Ussy. <laughs> that sounds like some nasty stuff. Yeah, so the, I ain't into just you. I ain't into just you. I'm into the Ussy. There's something off about that. And I, I asked her, I had to repeat it. I was like, how much does, how, how much does what cost? The Ussy. Ussy. And I was like, what is the Ussie? And she was like, well, Jay asked me. She used it in a sentence. Jay asked me to buy him a bottle of the Ussie for his birthday. And I was like, you mean say? No, that's the Ussie. She corrected me, too. <laughs> you must not be able to read, yeah. sir. Nah, nigga. That's yeah. the Ussie. So I want to know. silly. <laughs> have y'all ever fucked up a word like that? I can read, so. I fucked up plenty words in my life. I I have, but normally it'll happen if I'm like absent-mindedly reading. Like 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 for example, tartar sauce. When you're absent-mindedly reading, you might read tartar out tartar sauce. Tartar sauce. Now, it, it is tartar sauce. What? Wait, Leo. Don't say, don't say no tartar sauce. Man. That's what it is. Okay, moving along. It's tartar. It's not tartar. Okay, I heard you. I mean, that's just the chef, you know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you want to know the most miraculous part of that story? What? I remember when I turned 21, and I was like, "Man, I'm about to, I'm about to go get me some alcohol. Let's get into it." I went to the store. I got, for whatever reason, I decided that I needed a dozen peaches. Uh, So I bought a dozen peaches. (laughs) And what you? Listen to this nigga. I haven't got ready to take no, listen to this nigga. Go ahead. I, I just thought I needed some peaches. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know why. I just had a craving for peaches. So I bought some peaches. And then I went and bought a big box of Mike's Hard Lemonade. So we finna get active, baby. Get the fuck out of here. I done went on a date with him. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is all at like 10 in the morning that I'm doing this. Nah. Oh, my 21st birthday. On my 21st? Um... Nigga was buying a dozen peaches at 10 a.m.? <laughs> and, and a 24 pack of, of the hardest lemonade Mike ever made. Right? You know, that nigga was flexing his ID. Here you go, you know. Oh, take a look at it. like the Joker. Uh, I think the first look I, I had when I, I was 21. The first look I had when I was 21 was uh, Cisco. I never had that one before, Chief. That might be before my time. It might be. It gotta be, boy. That's Cisco. Cisco. That's that. That's cooking. Nah, that's what um that was that extreme Chris cheap liquor. <laughs> that nigga talk about Crisco. Crisco. <laughs> <laughs> I so some ingredients. That nigga talk about until I was twenty one. Yeah. Oh, and it's crazy I've still never been like pissy drunk or slop- sloppy I've been drunk before. Yes, you have been drunk before. I've been drunk one or tw- once or twice. You've been, You've been drunk, drunk on the show. Nah. 
That nigga Shep, Shep got so drunk in L.A. the first time we was out there. Oh, man. Uh, for, I want to tell for, that story. For, uh, for Palooza, that, that nigga was sitting on the floor next to me at the merch table. <laughs> bro. Was he crisscross applesauce? Yes. Bro. Bro, what, what are you doing? Get your that was, um, 20, the table was in the doorway. 2016 in, in L.A. was at Palooza, and I was living life. That was my first time in L.A., I was just throwing them shits back, bro. That was 2016? The first time. Yeah, 2017 was the second time. So, I was drunk all of Saturday, woke up Sunday feeling like shit, was sick the whole day. Then we go to the, we go to the bar. No, I'm telling that part. So, it's like four, four or five in the afternoon. I'm still sick, throwing up food I ate. We at the bar. And Melissa Ford is sitting at our table, or the table of the people with Jace. And she's talking, and I threw up in front of Melissa Ford, and I, I just sat outside. That's you rough, threw up bro. in front of Melissa Ford? Like a- Damn, damn. I, I had to throw up all on my shoes, and it was embarrassing. Oh, yeah, sure. Chef was gone for a minute. I say, when he came back, I was like, damn, bro, where you been? You know how you talk. I've been in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I remember Chef Earl at brunch. Oh, uh, nigga, he nigga, thought he was, was slick. This was at brunch. No, he, the, the, oh yeah, uh, I was talking about. Uh, he talking about 2017. I know which one you talking about, but the the time Chef is talking about was at brunch. That bottomless sangria came oh, ran up on Chef the, and hit I, him with the one in the. Two. We going back to that. That bottomless sangria spot. It was a spot in New York. I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, or, yeah, Ocho. Oh shit! Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, you frequent that place, huh? Agree, and then we went to the bar afterwards, and I lost the bet at the at the restaurant. And I told Buddy, I said, I need nine shots of Jameson. Mm-hmm. How much says, was it? All right, I got you. I got you right here, Chief. That's thirty six dollars. How about that? Hey, boy. I said nine of them, <laughs> not four. Yeah, it's half off all day. It's Memorial Day. Half off. But we had. After after eight rounds of sangria, we had six rounds of Jameson shots. I was on the flight the next morning. Mind you, we had these shots at like 4 p.m. I was on the flight the next morning sweating out Jameson. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm so glad I went home after brunch. I, was so <laughs> I got out I was of Dodge. So I couldn't sleep. Hey. This is like, yeah, we're going to the next spot. I'm going to catch y'all, boys. I'm going to get ahead. No, I ain't got, they got nothing to do with y'all. Y'all be cool. Adam, you good for that. You good for getting people drunk and then taking off. Bring my business. Ain't nothing, wasn't nothing worse than Miami a few years ago. I think I was hung over about 48 hours straight. Oh, that trip I missed? I was going to stay mad about that. No. Oh, this what you did miss this one. This was Leo bought that fucking Haitian rum. I was there. There in the barber court. I was there. We ain't had nothing. No, that wasn't my fault. That was when Trey was running. Listen, all right. So anyway, let's go back to Miami. Yes, I brought barber court. It's wonderful Haitian rum that I think everybody should try out. You're welcome. It comes in a anything that comes in a colored bottle or a plastic bottle. You should not be drinking. Anyway, brown. I don't don't necessarily agree with that, but. Anyway, any liquor, any liquor that comes that, out. That that was the yeah. Beverage. I don't agree with that either. <laughs> that, that was the beverage I had selected that particular weekend. However, let's let's be clear that that particular weekend somebody created a rule 
stating that we have to take a shot upon entering or exiting any doorway in that house. Let's guess on this show who that person was. Yeah. Nigga. How am I getting the blame for this? It wasn't you, because it was Trey. Trey made that rule, and then Trey stalked us that whole night with cards talking about drink a shot. I don't know how many shots I had. Niggas was sleeping on pizzas. <laughs> Adam Adam ordered 15 cheese pizzas that night. It was maybe 12 people in that house. <laughs> 15, 15 largest, bro. I said, I said, hey, bro, we got, we got to order some food and a salad. And a side cheese and salad. You're, One you're salad. You're notorious for ordering absurd amounts of food. Hey, it was about $250 worth of pizza showing up. Hell is good for ordering pizza. At like three, four in the morning. Bro, I left six of them boxes in there. Being Chef Amy? Adam is good for ordering pizza, but that should be that should be on time. <laughs> that should be on time Frank. every time, boy. That's Frank. that's like a good trait. Because you niggas might, are never complaining when that pizza be pull hungry. up. Adam's in that 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 cash request and just like, here, take the money. I don't care. <laughs> when I when I first met Adam, like I've known Adam for a long time, but when I first met Adam, it was at a bar crawl. And uh, what was that, 2015, Adam? That was a back. That first one you came to. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I, 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 was, in a, I was in a relationship. And um, this, we was at the bar. And this, is that going to have anything to do with this story? Yes. It sure is. I had a girlfriend sure at the time. So it was one of the bar crawls where everybody was there. So one of the girls, one of the people that was there, she knocked over. I had a 20-piece wings. She knocked over the table and knocked over my wings. And I was so mad. I was so mad. Irate. She didn't replace my wings or nothing. Oh, sorry, where you think you're going? No, I was pissed. I, was, I ate two wings. I, I had ate two out of 20. Dog, a nigga having 18 wings left and they on the ground. It was a whole basket of fries. And wings. Nine chickens worth of wings on the that ground. Way, and that shit was thirty dollars. It was one of them type of places. So I'm pissed. I walk to the bathroom, wash my hands. Adam, like, yo, calm down. I got some wings over here. Adam is at the bar with two women. Not gonna say their names. No reason. To, no reason to say their names. So I go over there. I, Adam scoots over. I, I, you know, here, have some wings, bro. Come on, calm down. It's all right. Buys me, orders me a beer. I'm over there happy. So I'm eating. He he slides the wings over. I'm fucking these wings up. And your girlfriend pissed you. Wait, no, no, not yet. So the girl sitting next to me, I just introduced them. She was like, oh, you got a little ranch on your mouth. And wipes the ranch off my mouth. Oh, no. Oh, no. My girlfriend at the time walks. I ain't never seen a nigga fly. (laughs) It looked like she was on the hoverboard. Like she... She got to the other side of that bar so fast. I didn't even see her creep up. Next thing you know, she's behind me and Adam like that, like over our shoulder, like, hey, I'm ready to go. And I was just like, you know, I'm with my friends. <laughs> I'm like, it's like it's like 9, 10 o'clock. I'm like, yo, I'm chilling. Like, it ain't, it's too early. And so, she was so like. You, you let a chick wipe ranch off your mouth. And then told your girl you was it's too early to go home. Hey. <laughs> what the fuck was you thinking? I have I, no listen, I have I'd like no to idea. Add to the story. So then 
Oh, you're going to me and my. Are you leaving with me and my friends or are you not? Let me know right now. Who said? Oh, your girl is saying this? Yeah. Your ex is saying this? She said that. And I was like, I'll meet you at the house. <laughs> and she was, like, she was like, bet. It this dip. How, how long did y'all did y'all's relationship last after that? Mm, couple about yeah. That was in April yeah. to about September. Okay, October. she got a little bit of good and then It was on the rocks. No, nah, it, it might have lasted for a whole other year, honestly. I'd like to add to that story. Wait, I gotta tell a story about when I got back to the house. I got back to <laughs> I thought she was done. No. Cause this because yeah, I mean, I'm here this, for we wasn't, you know, niggas wasn't really using Uber back then like that. So oh, especially in DC, I was, Uber, I was an Uber and fool that weekend, boy. But especially in DC, cause you could take the uh, metro. So I, I, she lived out there, so I took the metro to, I took the train to her house. I got there, all the friends is awake in the living room. Yeah, like she just you sneaking back in the parents' crib. Later. Yeah, I got back like like thirty minutes after they got there, so all the friends is awake in the living room, and you gotta walk past everybody to get to her room. And I go in that room, and she, I go in that room, and she chew my ass out, boy. I was literally or figuratively. Like she was in there crying and cursing. You embarrassed me in front of my friends, you bitch ass nigga. You got some bitch in there wiping your mouth. I will fuck you up. I was like, hey. I honestly, sure. I'm a better man than me because that that even though I was in the room, I would have made my peace with it that night. You good for making your peace quickly, Trey? Yeah, we I'm all ain't go harder like you. Yeah. Well, don't let Trey if Trey come to make peace. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be some. Look, it's hey, gonna be some gonna peace. Be, oh, they go peaceful, Trey. No agreement, but it's gonna be some peace. I'm gonna tell you this about that story, Chef. I don't remember any of that. Do you know who the two women was? Yeah, I, I know. I know. Okay. I definitely know that. I uh, Well, I was ordering wings like like they was going out of style or something, bro. I had somebody like, wings. So like chickens was going extinct. <laughs> hey, bring some more over here, Chief. Bring some more. Mm-hmm. We need another batch of those. That's oh. a good weekend. Though. I, 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 I spent a smooth like $1,000 in the day that day. Oh, oh, chicken and beer. I was wild. $1,000? Close to it, yeah. That was, that was, that was, that was an outing. That, that, uh, that 2015 outing was one of them ones, boy. Yeah. I, I knew it was bad because the next morning I woke up to my homeboy, who's my homeboy now. I didn't know who he was at the time. Yeah. I just seen on the timeline. He's like, yo, you might see if Adam's like alive. He was lit last night, <laughs> and I didn't know who Buddy was. I was like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, bro." Who was that? It was Tim. <laughs> and I, had <laughs> I didn't know who he was at the time. Yes, sir. <laughs> it turned out to be Tim. It's fucking Tim, boy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been that fucked up before. That was a rough, that was a rough one. Uh, it was fun though, but we had a good time. That's when I remember. I remember having fun. I just don't remember that specific instance. Like, I don't. Oh, I remember buying the wings. I don't remember the ranch and the girlfriend piece of it though. Is oh, that no. the worst y'all have been? Like the 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 most drunk you've been in your adult life? Either that or the Miami trip. I think uh, that L.A. Palooza or my thirtieth birthday. L.A. Palooza or my that my thirtieth birthday, and I would sleep on the bathroom floor for a good thirteen hours. 
It's something about that bathroom floor. It's something about that bathroom floor when it hits your when it hits your cold skin. No, it ain't nothing about that bathroom floor. It's just on the bathroom floor, bro. For real. the mist urine seeping up through your thighs. Mist urine is, is the mist urine is crazy. You sit in a fog of urine. Nigga got piss particles in there, getting the best sleep of his life. Uh, no, the um, cozied I, up on a roll of TP. I had on my thirty on my thirtieth birthday. I had a whole. I had a section. On a rooftop in Atlanta, and I had that that crown crown apple had just dropped. Oh, you was, oh yeah, and I had you, see, huh? you know how niggas get with a new flavor of liquor. Drop. I had drunk the whole bottle. Mm-hmm. And you can't drink. Yeah, you know I'm a lightweight, but everybody was coming past the shots, so everybody came out. Everybody was coming on Twitter, everything, because I had the door. So every time somebody pulled up. If I have no bottle, they bought, bought a shot. They was like, what you drinking? I'm drinking Crown Apple. I had to have about 10, 10 shots on top you. of the bottle. And that was what one of the nights, boy. I'm going to tell you. I learned real quick. Uh, when you going out for your birthday, you can't be inviting everybody. Because it's going to get ugly. Because mm-hmm. everybody going to be trying to buy you a drink. I, I, I remember one time I went out for my birthday. And I had got like a hotel room. It was maybe like. 25 people that came out with us and uh it was getting active and it hit the point where i'm just passing drinks left and right all my friends was destroyed by the end of the night i was good i felt like a million bucks that's, everybody is that, key, is that the key to your birthday getting everybody that's trying to get you drunk drunk before you do mm-hmm. you, you just gotta so let's say for instance leo's like hey bro what you drinking oh yeah a shot of jameson yeah i got you bro i pass it to chef chef hey what what, what you drinking bro oh yeah yeah, yeah. shot of jameson yeah, i give it the track you know what I'm saying? You just you just gotta distribute it. You get your you get your groove, and then you start passing. I was oh boy, I was a passing fool uh, last time I went home for my birthday. I'm gonna be honest with you. If I don't want to take no shot, I'm gonna pour that bitch out. Okay. You throw it over your shoulder. Niggas have seen me in action. Yeah, I know. Throw a shot at. Me. I ain't never seen that. I have. Pay pay close attention. Yeah. It's quick, I'm, I'm, like a I'm magic nice. trick. I'm nice with it. I'm nice. <laughs> I'm nice. <laughs> slide a hand. He is <laughs> slide a hand, ass nigga. It's like a magic trick. I'm nice with throwing the shots. Mm-hmm. All you see is this. David Blaine. Yeah. You never know till it's gone. Damn, you took that shot quick. Yeah, boy. That... <sighs> That's what you gotta no. hit. It. You gotta hit him with the. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah, the shot, the shot hit different when you don't drink it for real. Yeah, that shot be crazy when you don't drink it. I put, I usually put out the disclaimer. I don't, I'm not taking shots on my birthday. I might do one round, and then we going, we going to mix, we shifting the mixed drinks real quick. Cause I don't like, I don't really like shots to be honest with you. Mm. I think this, this will be the year I get high for the first time. Excuse me. Leo. He couldn't wait. Yeah, Leo, I'm, um, I'm, whatever, whatever that um, stuff you be doing, I'm going to do that. Leo said, hey, man. Leo said he pull up to the crib now. I'm on. <laughs> nah, don't. Not even. <laughs> I'm talking about maybe on my birthday or something. I'm going to try something. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's great. I'm proud of you. You're not smoking my shit. Nah, I want some, I want some potent shit. Boy, fuck you. I want some of that sticky. <laughs> Why don't you get one of your boyfriends to buy that, it for you? That blueberry yum yum. 
Esther. <laughs> oh, shit. And now, a word from our sponsors. When it comes to skin, ignorance isn't actually bliss. Mm-hmm. Understanding your skin and how it works is super important. Okay. It isn't a one-size-fits-all solution, hence why I yell and code. Is a brand made for everyone by people who care about your skin. Skin, skin. They have products for everyone and every skin type. Use code CAAP for 10% off your next order. Off, off. It's time for Ask Adam. You can send your Ask Adams to CAAPodcast at gmail.com. The percolator? Oh. Oh. It can be time for. (laughs) It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. It's time for can the percolator. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. All right. Ask Adam is from Scarlet. Scarlet says, when a person gets married, does their spouse's debt become their debt too? Or should the person in debt continue to pay it off on his or her own? Help me. Help? Chef, you just said you had no debt. All I said was help me. If I have a debt and we get married, help me. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you here. As mm-hmm. someone who's never been married. Okay. It's four of us that's never been married. <laughs> I was just talking shit. Um I feel like that's a conversation you have beforehand though. You know, like regardless of how you cut it, a big portion of marriage is is business. Uh there's a lot of financial stipulations that come with marriage. And there needs to be a very real conversation about it. In some circumstances it might make sense that y'all partner together and resolving whatever financial issues one party might have. In some instances, it might make sense, like, yo, that's you, and that's you, and y'all just figure it out. But there's a, there just needs to be a conversation had uh, to figure out what's going on there. You're not wrong for deciding to do it anyway, whatever works for y'all. I do think that's something you got to be very honest and open about, yeah. especially, especially if it's a considerable amount of debt. If we're talking the tens of thousands of dollars of debt, because now once we get married, those collection agencies aren't just looking for you. Mm-hmm. Now and they're that, looking for us. And that also impacts and and that also impacts when you looking to buy a home or right. you know, let's say I want to get a car and that a car's gotta be in my name or your name and like it's there's things that are like no matter how much you love somebody, those are very real things that have to be addressed. Right. Uh, you know, and that stuff is not me, me and Trey had a conversation the other day about this. Like that that kind of stuff can take a lot of work to get out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's like, you know, it's like you gotta own up to it if that's your situation. And I think that conversation takes place way before you even like way before marriage. Like you don't wait till your wedding day to have that conversation. Like once you once y'all once y'all decide y'all spending the rest of your life together, right. it's like all right, like finances are uh Finances are how we spend at least forty hours of our week trying to get them together. Right, that's a big part of our life. That's a deal breaker in my like. If I walk into a, if I decide to get married, first of all, I'm taking on. It's a partnership. It's you know we're a team. I'm I'm going to take on whatever burdens you have. But if I get married and all of a sudden I discover there's a ten thousand debt behind your name that I didn't know about. You're an asshole, and you financially irresponsible for being uh, for, for not telling me. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think that's it's certain thing, like a car, right? Like that's normal. You're gonna have a car. A car tell me, right? Yeah, like, but if you just got, you know, 
a bunch of unpaid stuff that just been simmering in collections. Like, yo, this is a conversation. Oh, yeah, we, <laughs> got, we got to pay that off. Yeah, you got to talk. We got to talk about it. I might decide to take on it with you, but if you don't tell me, you're being a dick. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a... This and in my experience, a, a lot of I don't I don't I don't have friends with a lot. Of, I'm not friends with a lot of married people, but in my experience, like that's something that can get overshadowed because a lot of people view marriage and say, "Oh, we love each other, we're in love, we're happy together." But money is a is a statistically a very large reason why people get divorced. I feel like and it's so you got to one reason. I, it one might the, be one of the biggest reasons why relationships may fail. Fuck marriage. I'm talking about across the board. If you're not happy, it's just you know with your girlfriend because y'all finances is not together. Y'all relationships gonna suffer. If you're expert, expecting a certain uh, a quality of life, if y'all expecting, all right, this is how we hang out. This is how we chill. This is how we spend our downtime by by going on trips or going to the movies or going to grab something to eat every weekend, and you're not able to sustain that lifestyle, your relationship is gonna struggle. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta know what you're getting into with that kind of stuff. If I, I mean now nowadays I like do credit checks and I I have the Credit Karma app. I stay on top of it now. I thought you was gonna say you do credit checks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shorty, this is date number three. Go ahead and log into Credit Karma. Not for right. for a long time though. For a long time, I could say for my whole life I haven't been like the best at keeping up with my credit or knowing what's on my credit or knowing what I owe. And I've been on top of it probably for the last month, maybe a month, maybe two months. Just been trying to trying to get shit together and look at that kind of stuff because you really won't. I you guess gotta, you can't you can't fix a problem you're not aware of. Yeah, I so, think that's unfortunately very common in black households. Yeah, I, I didn't want. We're not. I didn't want to say that because, like, if I ask sometimes when I ask my mom for advice. She'll say she don't know because nobody taught her. And I hate that response, but that's the response. That's the passive aggressive. That's why I get, if, if you think I'm passive aggressive, my mom is like way worse than me sometimes. You can be the change you want to see in the world. Sir. Yeah. So, um, but she also signed like she also had to just like sign me up for Credit Karma. So I've been using it. I know like I know what's on my credit. Like, and if I told you what's on my credit, you'd probably laugh. Which is, it fell off. But all I had besides a student loan was a, a Macy's card, <laughs> and I had fifty dollars on it. No, I had sixty dollars on it on a Rockaway shirt that I never paid. <laughs> it was a. You Rock- remember the purchase? You for broke on a Rockaway shirt. You remember? T-shirt. You remember the uh, the collar Rockaway shirts that was like polo shirts with the big mm-hmm. R? It mm-hmm. was black with the big white R. It was like in cursive. Yes, that was I'm the not, one. I'm unfortunate that I know what you're talking about. That's the one. But yeah, there just needs to be a very real conversation about yeah. that, um, and a lot of honesty and 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 the thing is, like, if if it's someone that you really feel, barring something crazy and unforeseen, if it's someone that you really feel is worth worth marrying, in most cases, you're gonna y'all gonna figure out a way to make it work. You're gonna figure you out a solution that works. Might just take on the day. Now, if somebody got. Somebody got five hundred bands or something crazy. That ain't shorty. Ain't nobody got five. <laughs> Man, some people out there that got that. Listen, listen, bro. Five hundred thousand dollars worth of debt. You got. You got to fake your death. No, you ain't gonna be able to fake it because somebody gonna come kill your ass. <laughs> 
Imagine Macy is pulling up with a smoke with the Draco. Macy's, if you owe Macy's $500,000 in debt, they're showing up at your door with an armored car. Bro. Macy's breaking your fingers and toes one at a time every day. You know, if, if a if a if a lender lets you put yourself five hundred thousand dollars in debt, they deserve not to get that money. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what it was. You know, yeah. I, you know, I was making you twenty thousand a year. at twenty thousand. Mm. Obviously, that was a hot purple. Because if I wasn't paying it then and I was continuing to spend, you should have known you wasn't getting that shit back. I think. My goal now is to build my credit up, get go higher with my credit score and all that. Like now, right now, as it stands, all I have on my credit, is that a little too personal? I mean, I don't I, want you to you share any more. <laughs> if so, let me grab a pen and pencil. I'm nah, going to run up the bill. But, but all I have on there is... Um, because, you know, Credit Karma, it shows you, like, your last hard checks, like... What's your credit that? inquiry. Yeah. And all that. But the only thing I have on my credit is literally stu- a student loan and my my current credit card. That's it. That's, that's all you need, bro. Yeah. The, only thing, the only thing is, it's tough. Like, that's all you realistically need, but it's also tough to build your credit with a very thin credit file and little credit. Yeah. Like, a short period of credit history. So, so it'll, it's 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 a double-edged sword. Like, it, you really only need credit, uh, like a good credit rating, if you're applying for loans, if you're applying for credit. Yeah. Like, that's the only time credit really comes into play. Like, it, there was a question posed, like, would you rather have a perfect credit score or would you rather have $20,000? And it's like, that's, to me, that's a no-brainer. Because... Yeah. There's literally, if you have zero dollars in your bank account <laughs> and, and a perfect credit score, you like you can't get any, you can't do anything but put yourself in debt. So let's just say both people start at zero. Okay. They have no money to pay anything off. You take person one and you get them eight uh, eight hundred and whatever the perfect credit score is eight fifty. I think it may be. That should be wrong. Perfect for long. The only, the first thing that they can do is apply for a credit card. They that court that credit inquiry hit to your credit score. As soon as you the first dollar you spend on that card, you in debt. Hey, hey you know that bitch gonna have an annual fee because they going for the Amex Bro, Platinum. You can't even pay that. <laughs> That's five fifty. That's five fifty. And, that, and that, that first minimum payment due thirty days. Thirty days. I didn't um. Financial Some, uh, responsibility is not something that they like. They don't teach you the life shit in school. Yeah. I would have much rather get in that life shit than than Calculus. technology or 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 trigonometry. Yeah, yeah, trig. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, bro. I just I just found out how to fill out a personal check like three years ago. That's real. And I, mean, I can tell. I know, and I know for a fact there are niggas in their 30s that don't know how to fill out a check. I I am one of them. I took oh, a Latin that, class. I ain't need that's that. not even that surprising. I feel like when, when you don't really need checks. 
until but, you do, and then it's like, what the fuck am I true. doing? But I, you don't one, you don't really need checks, and it's like nobody ever created a sense of urgency to learn how to fill checkouts. Right. But that also that's a generational thing. Like your mom said, nobody really taught her how to do it. Someone like a, such a big part of wealth is the, like generational wealth. Mm-hmm. Like people who are born into money, live their entire life with money, and pass that money on, and that knowledge of how to live with it, how to grow it, how to sustain it. That's it. Yeah, break that, break that trend, bro. Not even I'm break the trend. Just grow. Yeah, that's no, no. Yes. I'm saying if you if you're not someone who's into that. Okay. Yes. That's, yes. That's more so what I mean. You know what I'm saying? If you're in a situation like one of us, where your your, your people ain't, you know, what I'm saying Scrooge McDuck or whatever buddy name is, that be backstroking in hundreds. <laughs> he be backstroking in straight gold coins, bro. <laughs> <laughs> How is Scrooge McDuck alive? That nigga be diving in the coins. Yeah, when you're that rich, they keep you going, bro. They don't care what it takes. You must have never heard of Irvin. Dives mm-hmm. into gold, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Big Irv. What's the next question? Into the uh, gold, bro. So this next ask Irvin dove him. into some things he'd consider gold, too. He's still going. Yeah, so, so He's still going. going. He's still right. going. This next ask Adam is a is a ten part question. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> now you being serious or are you just talking crazy? All right, so I'm gonna take a second and I'm going to repeat what I said. Oh. This next what the hell is wrong ask, with y'all? This next ask Adam I need is a drink. Ten part question. What? Let's just get to it. Let's just run. Let's just run through it, man. Come on. And there's ten parts to it. <laughs> you going to cut my, my put my cash app in the description for this week's episode. So wait a second. It got bullet points listed from A to J. Wait, is that what you're saying? <laughs> um, you just ran through the alphabet in your head. I just, no. I just counted. I just counted. <laughs> You fact checked me. Yeah. You motherfucker. And I was like, they seem kind of like towards the end in my head. And I'm like, ah. I actually just knew that. I don't know why I knew that. No lie, I did too. I, I can't see my head, but I was like, all right, let's, let's start with let's start with that. A nigga count the alphabet on his fingers <laughs> has to be a wild scene. Okay, he good, 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 good. Oh, all right. So, question. Let's let's just try to get through these. Rather brief. Y'all dickheads for fact checking me. <laughs> At what age do you stop dating for sport? That's a wild. Yo. At what age do you stop dating for sport and start trying to find a wife? I don't uh, think that's an age thing. I don't think you necessarily try to find a wife. I think it just happens. I don't think niggas is dating for sport either. <laughs> Some people are, not me. You but it's definitely. I'm two time dater of the year, nigga. <laughs> Most valuable hoe in 2018. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I, got, I think I got 16 consecutive weekends yeah. over dates. Yeah. I got the, I, you must not have heard. I won the golden condom. What you talking about? <laughs> golden, the golden, the fucking condom. golden condom. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's an age thing. I think you just once you find I, the right one. Yeah, it just it just happens, and you just be like, oh, okay, well, hey. Let's make it. Let's make it happen. You know when you're ready to get out the game. Yeah, yeah, you know. I don't think. It, I don't think there's a there's a timeline on that. Yeah, but I'm gonna say if you if you're 63 years old dating for sport, it's time, Chief. You don't Go feel like 63 is excessive? 
You don't feel like there's, there's <laughs> mad see. years before. Season? I just picked an age that no one was going to debate me on. It's, you, it's you people got... dating for sport is a thing. Is because there's people that have there's people that's out Chef. there that have kids. Chef. No chill. There's people this out here. Question. Oh yeah, never mind. <laughs> Yeah, I, I forgot it was nine yeah, more of these. That <laughs> was nine more. All I'm saying is, there's people out there that that have like kids and shit that don't want a relationship no more, so they just be out here being loose and going on dates. Maybe they just like the company of another person. I don't yeah, know, loose. Well, loose, <laughs> getting loose. They just getting loose, fam. They they. <laughs> it, I'm not talking about women. It could be guys too. We know a guy right. that just dates. We know a guy that dates was as hey, a sport. Look, bro, ain't nobody arguing with you. Chef about to start name dropping. I ain't gonna name drop. Um, the, Ask the next question, Trey. He about to do it. What if you find a woman who checks all your boxes, but her sex? Get, I already know the answer to this. What's the question? Repeat it. What if you find a woman that checks all the boxes, but her sex game is trash? Is that a deal breaker? How and when do you bring? I can. I think I can answer this for everybody. Go for it. For, I, Chef, I don't know about Leo and Trey. I know it's absolutely a deal breaker for y'all. Uh, for me, I don't think it's a deal breaker. Now, I haven't. I'll say that. I'll say. I'll preface with I haven't been in that scenario, so I can't say for certain. But look on the outside looking in, it seems like it. I I can rock with it. I yes. feel like that's something you can get better at. Also, I, 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 look, I am there a, with that. There's a difference in it being trash. Like if it's trash, and she's willing to change and learn, that's one thing. If it's just trash and it ain't going nowhere, it's gonna be tough to deal with. If she's even if she's willing to learn, it's gonna be tough to deal with. But if you willing, if you like her enough to stick through the growing pains to where you could get her to be the sexual partner that you enjoy, I thought you were gonna say deviant. <laughs> I mean, if the shoe fits. <laughs> If you can get, if you if you're willing to go through the growing pains to get to to help her be the sexual partner that you enjoy, mm-hmm. then yeah, I I, I, I but you really you give us, you give us some time. You you give you give us some time to grow. You right. really have on a to like that. If you just trash and stubborn, nah. You really gotta like that person to be patient enough to want to teach because. Okay. Once you realize it's it's lacking and it's it's bothering you, that's what you're focused on. Oh, shorty, you don't know what you're doing, do you? <laughs> so you're not you're not focused, <laughs> you're not focused on being a patient individual. You focused on on how mad you are. At... <laughs> you gotta hit it with shorty. You must not know. I don't want the golden condom. I need you to start this shit. <laughs> hey, I'm a two time. Who's time I've been in a whole relationship with um somebody that what didn't have good sex, but it became good sex. You know what I mean? There you go. So hey, it, it didn't start off as spectacular sex, but it graduated to good sex. Which you definitely you you definitely don't want to be in a situation where you don't you don't want to have sex with your partner. You definitely that's, that's that's true. Yeah, that's it's over. It's over at that point. But I, yeah. but only, only time I, it's been a deal breaker is when a person didn't like kissing. If you don't like kissing, then oh it's a deal breaker Listen for me. Here. I don't understand uh, how you can get into a relationship with an honestly, individual like 
Yeah, no. And there's people that don't like that though. There's a lot of people out there that don't like relationship kissing. with like that. Nah, I would like all that. Oh, yeah. I need all that. I need nah. All right, next question. Part three. God damn. <sighs> Let me get some coffee. We're only on C and we going to J. Uh, we working through. Uh, you you gonna keep on we talking about you got that down pat, don't you, Leo? You I'm nice. I'm nice. <laughs> we might have to take an intermission. You're dating a woman and things are getting serious between the two of you. Over time, she reveals that she was in a situationship with a married man long before she met you. Chef, uh, you said this question. Now? Those chef kind of questions. The, chef might be the. Uh... Those are twenty. Those are questions for 2016, Chef, not 2019, Chef. Mm. She was in a situation with a married man long before she met you. What's your reaction? Honestly, if it was, listen. Long if it does, before? If it does not affect us, if yeah. it, like if there's literally no consequence to us or to me or to anything we're trying to build, I honestly do not care. If it, yeah. If it don't, I will if say, it don't involve me, that shit. That's not my business. I don't, I don't entirely agree with that. If it, if it, if it doesn't involve me. If it was no, long. If it, doesn't, if it doesn't affect me. No, no, I'm, I'm going off. Of, I'm going to respond to the chef. Okay. Um, because if it was long ago, then I'm not going to care. But if you was knocking off a married nigga six months ago, three months ago, last week. But why does why does it matter if it's before you? Because chef, are you that with a voodoo <laughs> Because that shows that shows certain character traits. Wait, I, wait, I just, what I just is that? Chef, Chef is playing with a. Uh, no, no, no! Don't put it away now. What is that? It's a. It's a what? It's a what? Say it's what a it is. Wooden man. I don't know, guys. I don't know. <laughs> um. Anyway, back to what I was saying. I, if you was messing with a married dude a month ago, that's gonna call. That's gonna give me some some room for to pause. We're gonna have to vet this a little bit more. Are you dating her or are y'all just fucking? Well, we're dating, but the question said it was starting to get serious. But the question also said it was long ago. If it was long, if it was long ago, I don't care what happened we, before me. We all did some shit long ago that. Uh, Bro, listen, I, I like I, I get everybody has shit in their past that that may be questionable to depending on who you are. If it has no repercussion on on my personal well being, your personal well being. Or what we're trying to build in its current state, to me, I don't see how that could matter. I agree with uh, Trey wholeheartedly because that experience, bad or good, may have been a necessary experience to become the individual that that person is today, and the person that person is today might be ideal for you. I don't disagree with anything y'all saying, and I'm not saying I dub it. I just need to be. If it wasn't, if it's long ago, I don't care. If it wasn't long ago, I need to do. I need to. I would probably want to slow it down a bit. If uh, it wasn't long ago, given the 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 time periods that you had suggested, I think you said a month or two months or three months. Then it shouldn't even be serious enough for me to then feel like I need to know that shit. Why you told me? No, that's valid. I, I think hate. That's valid. I hate when like. I hate when women don't usually tell you about their past, but you might ask a question and they tell you about your their past. I hate sure when I, didn't, I, didn't ask you. I, didn't I hate ask when a woman you. Will tell I me wish about you wouldn't have told me exes or like past partners. I hate it so much, but it might be a situation I, I, I where you gotta ask you a question. Where you ask a question and then they gotta tell you, 
or they use themselves as an example. Like, take me for example. No, no, I don't want to take you for example. You know, Shut I up. <laughs> I, I don't. Now we, now we here. And, oh, what we got next? Um, oh, this one's pretty easy. You're ready to pop the question. Before you do, are you going to ask her mom, dad, or whoever raised her for their blessing first? Uh, I'm ask? Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. The answer doesn't mean a whole lot to me. Because I'm if, I, if I'm ready to go, I'm going to go regardless. I shouldn't say it doesn't mean a whole lot. I would really appreciate the blessing. Right. However, they ain't stopping no show. It's like right. requesting a day off from school, uh, from work. You, uh, I'm not showing up. Like, it's more or you less. you polite. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not going to be here. But I'm letting you know how y'all. Just, I'm to gonna marry your young. daughter, right? Yeah, I'm gonna marry your daughter, but um, I'm just letting you know. So if you if you I fuck want with if you fuck with the vision, let me know because the wedding the wedding gonna hit a little different if you ain't approving. <laughs> if you in the front, if you in the front, the vibe that I do gonna hit a little different. Yeah. <laughs> What's next? Uh, what life lesson have you learned the hard way that you wish somebody had prepared you for? Anything, um, anything about budgeting? I wish somebody would tell me about budgeting my money, spending, and stuff like that. I wish somebody would tell me that early in life. Nobody has ever taught me to budget, to worry about my credit, or anything like that ever. If I learned that at a younger age, I would, I would, I would like me. <laughs> uh. I would second that actually. That would probably be if there was one thing I could change that I would I'd learn when I was younger, it would be that. I I just want to say for the for the last couple of weeks I've I've been budgeting and investing and I have that's all I have literally been talking about to anybody that talks to me. If you take you text me and talk to me, that's all I've literally been talking about. Budgeting my money, saving money and shit like that. I don't know why I'm so excited about it, but it makes me happy to know I can make extra money and doing all other types of shit. Be excited, Energy. That's your money. Yeah. Sir, make your money work for you. Um, to answer that question, I think, uh, I guess it's, I'm going to go with processing your emotions is probably the most important thing you could, you could do Mm. on a daily basis in your life. Efficiently and effectively processing your emotions. Yeah. I think in, a, me, in a healthy uh, manner, I should uh, say, also. I wish uh, someone had told me that when I was young. Every time Trey Vinny talks, yeah. Because I keep thinking that he's done talking. Well, I, I, honestly, I, like he I was done every time, but I didn't like that little dead air. So, he was, every time Trey was about to talk, Leo was like, yeah, and then. Trey taking that <laughs> inhale before he says something thought-provoking, and Leo, ah! <laughs> That's my chance. Um, I think for me, it was no matter how much you prepare yourself and how ready you think you are, if it's not for you, it's not going to happen. Yes. Right. And that's kind of a, a very open-ended, like it could apply to a lot of things. But I just think that overarching message is what I've learned. The hard way that I kind of wish. I don't think there's a way to really be prepared for that, especially when it's shit like you're emotionally invested in. Mm-hmm. But that's definitely it. 
Um, seven. Is it more important to be right or to be understood? Understood. Understood. So, I'm going understood. Just understand what I'm saying, right or wrong. Most of the time, I'm being right doesn't matter. I'm at a point where I don't care if I'm right or wrong. I I want to understand. So to be understood is is invaluable. Clarity. Yeah. Especially if it's some shit that like some people just like right, wrong, or whatever. Some people just we're just not gonna disagree on certain shit. Like I we're we are not we are different people who have our own way of seeing things, our own internal working model, our own beliefs. We're just not going to see eye to eye on everything. And if we disagree on something, it's okay to disagree. There's nothing wrong with disagreeing. And so it's not about, like you said, it's not about being right. It's here's my perspective. I don't need you to to say it's right. I don't need you to agree with it, but I need you to understand my stance. Yeah. And then one last point on that. Um, I think there's a lot of situations where no, there's no one who's clearly right or wrong. Um, there's situations where, you know, that's kind of up in the air. Um, and so just knowing that the person hears your perspective on things and understands where you're coming from uh, could result in your favor. So I will go with that one. Uh, question eight. Physical beauty aside, what's the sexiest, most attractive thing about a woman? Confidence. I, I would say for me it's humor. Yeah. Me a is, confident is, woman is the most powerful woman in, in a room. If she's attractive and confident, she she there's there's really nothing she can't do. I'm less right now. She can be ugly. She can make me laugh. She can get it. I'm playing. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, no you didn't say it. You gotta die with that one. I fuck it then. I'm here. Um, I'm I'm gonna agree completely with Leo. It's something about like if you take a woman that. Like you take a woman that's sexy. A one a good looking woman can be sexy and not be trying to be sexy. Nope. And not and not notice she's sexy. Just speak oh my god. Oh but a, but a woman that's sexy and knows like she not trying to flaunt it or anything like that, but you can just tell how like think think about think about James Hart. This is completely to the side. Think about James Harden. When James Harden gets the ball on the ISO, I know you're not going to stop me. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm about to score. In her mind, uh, if she's undefeated that, in her mind? That, that level of confidence and mentality without having to be flashy or anything about it, that shit's sexy. Till she cross your ass over. Till she puts you in a... <laughs> till she hits you with a euro. <laughs> Once this happens, once that face get made and the ball is up here... What are you doing? <laughs> you got the ugly face on with the ball up here, it's over for you, bro. Yeah. Get, back on, get back on offense, bro. <laughs> Uh, have you ever friend zoned somebody? In Steve, did you answer? Wait. I did not. The nigga wasn't even trying to answer. No, I was. I was thinking of because the I like a, I like a confident woman, but I like I like a, like a it's going to fall under like confident, but it's like ambitious, like somebody that goes after what they want or you know. That's the kind of woman I like. 
No, like outside of looks. A go-getter. Yeah, like somebody that goes and gives what they want. They, they don't stop. They don't settle for less. They get what oh, they you want. you want to be earned. Huh? You want to be earned. How did you get that from that? Hey, he ain't got to be right. You just got to understand. <laughs> what else we got? Have you ever friend somebody, uh, friend zone somebody and regretted it later? No. Say that again. Have you ever friend zoned somebody and regretted it later? No. Absolutely not. No. No. Okay. Next question. I was thinking about it. I'm like, no, anybody I friend zone, they usually try to get out the friend zone. And well, yeah, whatever. No, if you could do, if you could do, oh, we at the last question. We had question J. Hey, question. If you, if you could do anything for work and not have to worry about money, what would you do? I would create playlists or DJ. Create playlists or DJ. Okay, I have two things. Uh, (laughs) One would either be play two K. Because uh, that's pretty much what I spend a lot of my free time doing anyway. But on a on something that's like a, a more serious note, I really I, I think I shared it before. I would really love to run a, a school, um, and like a school that doesn't necessarily abide by a typical curriculum um, that touches on some of the things that we talked about, like financial literacy and um, like just adult skills. Um, it focuses a lot on problem solving, critical thinking, things like that. Uh, I don't I don't know if that's even possible, because I know there's like state regulations and things like that on what schools have to teach. But that would just be something that I'll, I would really love to do. Well, my answer is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Adam. <laughs> they came out of here with a whole charter school. <laughs> Bitch, I went to DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. That would be on Beats 1. What you got with um, Again. I, I, I mentioned this Way, 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 way back when uh, uh, when we first started the podcast, but uh, I would I would start up a few gyms in in predominantly uh, minority filled areas areas with with uh, for free access. Like I'm sorry, like I'm 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 high as shit, so bear with me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would create gyms in areas that are not easily accessible for minority youths because. I believe that they don't they get they get an <clears throat> unfair shake in that regard. There's there's none in the Bronx. There might be one in the Bronx now that that caters to that demographic that's affordable uh for 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 people that that don't make a lot of money in an inner city. So I would I would create gyms around I guess smaller cities, major cities, Chicago, LA, uh back home in New York for for people that don't have access to to physical fitness or easy phys- physical fitness. I can I can tell you right now. Depending on Trey's answer, I'm changing my answers because y'all y'all got me fucked up. Nah, bro, you said what you said, bro. Move I mean, I, but I, I've said this before. That's something that I've always wanted to do. Like that shit's wild to me. I I believe that that that's an outlet for people. That, that is you know, insane. This is insane. Go ahead, Trey. Well, I personally don't want to be a playlist curator. Chef Jules. What I would want to do is develop a program. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. 
right, hold on one second. Listen. Hey, no, you're not changing your answer. I'm not. Answer. I'm not changing my answers. But I did. Let me. Let me tell you, listeners. Wait. I I'm have a. Let me tell. I want to tell. I gotta say something before Trey says. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were still on the run through the answer. You know, we're gonna run through the answer and get it over with type thing. So I just said a quick answer. If these mm-hmm. niggas coming out with some thought provoking, heartwarming shit, Trey fit to say something about a program. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. It don't even matter. He fit to say something about a a program. Adam opening a charter school. Leo's opening a gym for the minority. Hey, hi. So and, and, and you making playlists? I'm and I'm DJing. So as the nigger agenda is alive and well. <laughs> You're over there, you won't play Dance Dance Revolution, and we trying to better our cities, G. Go ahead, Trey. I'm real disgusted uh, by my answer. I think what <laughs> I'm gonna edit it. I would do is um, I want to develop a program, or I would develop a program for underserved youth, um, especially those in athletic fields, to provide them with the resources to one get the same opportunity as the kids who have the financial ability or who's whoever is taking care of them, whether it's their parents or whoever their caretakers are, have the ability to go to all these camps and be seen and have the, the accessibility to the opportunities that aren't afforded to the kids that live in underserved populations or that, don't necessarily have the, the, the right, they may have the talent, but don't necessarily have the right support system around them. Don't have people driving them in the right direction in terms of, um, in terms of, you know, you need to make these decisions to, to set yourself up better for the future. So similar to like how they do like big brother, big sister, but more tailored towards a, like the athlete, regardless of sport, just because thinking back on like my life experiences, I had my, like, having conversations with her now, I get it, but not being young and not at the time really understanding, like, the sacrifices that had to be made in order for me to get the opportunities that I had. The You don't realize how much money goes into a a weekend trip, a nine, like a nine-hour drive weekend trip just to get you in front of coaches for six hours. Mm-hmm. A two-night hotel stay when it's you, your mom, your little brother, all the food that goes into that, the equipment you need for that, like potentially taking time off of work, all that kind of stuff. All that. So develop developing a program that that kind of caters to that similar to what Leo's saying. Like it doesn't and not necessarily minority, just people, just kids from kids from an underserved population. You don't you don't really have the you don't really ha- have the same luxury as everybody else. There was a video, y'all probably saw it, um, where it was at this camp. and Or it may have been like a high school, whatever it was, but there was the, the guy took the entire class out, the or class or whatever it was of students. Uh, it was a mixture of, I would assume, non-athlete students and athletic students, um, black, white, whatever. And so he asked them, he said, all right, everybody line up on this line. All right, now take a step forward. Or take I did see this steps, video. Take two steps forward if you grew up with both parents in your household. Now take two st- two more steps forward if you never had to worry about how you were going to get to school. Take two steps forward if you never had to worry about your lights being turned off. 
take two steps forward if you've never been evicted from like your home. And his message to them was, and the vast majority of the people who were way out in front of the, the rest of the people was, or they were, they were white. And his, his message was, it would be irresponsible to you to think you're not privileged. And it's, it's not necessarily white privilege, um, but it would be irresponsible of you to think that you're not privileged and you don't have more opportunities than those kids back there. Now, if it came down to a real race, they would beat every single one of y'all. But in this race of life, you have a head start and it is your responsibility to acknowledge that and to bless somebody else. And I think that is what I would want to do ultimately is having come through that and being in a position now where, or being in a position that in relation to that question where I could provide that, provide a lane for that group of people to, to get to success is what I would want to do. And chef want to be a DJ. Yeah, I really bodied that. And I didn't, I really thought we was just going to, one word answer that and keep it moving. But I, well, I am, gave you play 2K. No, no, no. But I, I, yeah, you did. I am happy with y'all answers. I'm happy y'all did that. That was good. You don't want to change yours? No, it's, it's all good. I'm, I'm going to stick with mine. No, go ahead, change yours. No, it's no, fine. No, no, let him run. It's fine. No, I feel like you wanted to change yours, but it's fine. You don't want to change it anymore? I already What's said that, it's what fine. We got, what, what we got next? Well, that was the last one. Is that a voodoo doll? No, it's a. Chef got shorty who wiped that ranch off his face. Hair glued to that joint. Trey, is that it? Um, that was Jay. That was Jay. Ain't no K. Yeah, that was that was the that was the last question. All right. All right. <sighs> um. So for um, I guess the the people listening out there. As I mentioned earlier in the show, I uh, recently had some personal stuff happen for me um, that I've been working on for the past couple of years and huge opportunity for me, uh, big blessing for me. But with that being said, there's a lot of um, a lot of energy that's going to have to go into that. And so unfortunately, this will be my last episode as a permanent member of the podcast. Uh, this is not me saying you'll never hear from me again, but in terms of being able to commit to it full time, I would be doing myself, you guys, and my my three co-hosts a disservice by not being able to commit 100% to this show. Um, we're all working collectively to find somebody that will continue to help the show grow and to provide you something week in and week out that you can enjoy listening to. Um, it has been... Uh, a great time. I, these three, I talk to on a regular basis, so it's not like I <laughs> I won't be speaking to them anymore. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> um, and they've been they have been one hundred percent supportive in what I'm trying to do. So I appreciate y'all. I appreciate the people who have listened. Uh, I know sometimes we don't always make a lot of fucking sense on the show, but <laughs> it's, it's been nice. It's been nice being able to kind of share my my frame of thinking with people. Your thoughts have been wild appreciated, bro. Yes, sir. 
I'm, I was happy to put everything you text me onto a platform that we all created together. So that was good. It's been love, man. I'm sad to see you go, but happy to see what you're going to do with uh, all the stuff you got going on. Uh, I mean, like you said, we st- still around. It's, it's crazy. It feels like I'm saying goodbye and I'm just going to text him tomorrow. And, and, <laughs> that shit's crazy as hell. Why does it feel like I'm saying goodbye? That's, like that's I'm not going to talk to him about it. Yeah. We're going to keep talking. The conversation is yeah. not going to end with the That's the craziest end. shit that's going on. Like, damn, it feels like I'm saying goodbye to Trey and I'm feeling like he's going to post the meme. It's hard to say goodbye. I think I that, that fucking graduation song playing. <laughs> <laughs> As we go. That's what you want to play? I'll play it. No, I got you. I'll, I'll set it up. All the times we spent together. That's the name of the damn song. That's good. I don't know the rest of the song, but that's a good one. Come to the end of the road. Boys, and I can't. All right, I with boys. Yeah, you got to put the boys to men. So nice. You want the boys to men? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. End of the road. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right. All right, y'all. All right, niggas. Oh. Yeah. Turn it up. Turn it up.